Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of Vention, where the podcast where people find passions and passions find people. This week's episode is an interview with a close friend of mine, Isaac Bills. On your mark, get sit. What's your favorite song? My favorite song would probably be have all the small things by Blink One Eighty Two. Don't know it. All the small copyright, things. copyright. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, what's your major? Are we recording? Maybe. Oh gosh, you just <laughs> sideswipe me. Yeah. My major is uh, entrepreneurship. Same. Yeah. Do you have a minor? No, I had my first minor was theater, and then my second one was. Business, <laughs> uh, and then I got told I don't have any more room for minors. So, but it's okay. I'm not crying about it. Are you? I don't get how people can double major, or double minor, or triple minor. No idea. I met a guy. I met a guy who triple minored something. Uh, I'm. I don't have a minor. <clears throat> oh, I thought you said you did. No. Oh, okay. Well, if you if you, all the way. If you did have a minor, what would it be? Oh, I don't know. Probably like some kind of art class. Just art? Yeah, just art. I can I'm, see I'm taking figure drawing eventually. Figure drawing? Figure drawing. Figure drawing. Is figure that drawing. like a class? Yeah. That's a class? Yeah. <laughs> Where the entire semester you're just I'm, I'm going to take it. Are you, do you draw people nude? No. Oh, man. GCU does everybody clothed. clothed. But you still draw people yeah. clothed? Like in, uh, I'm not sure if it's live people, but... Are we actually recording? Maybe. Okay, whatever. You know what? I'll just, I'll just let you keep surprising me. No, um, at USC in California, I got asked many times to pose, pose nude. Oh, my. Why? Who would I, uh, I mean, like, <laughs> well, I mean the that? city is full of models, so they just throw a post real quick up, up on, like, a casting website, and all these hungry models will go and do it. Yeah, because w- what is that exactly is your job, like, right now? Right it's, now? It's What's for, like, the casting thing, correct? Oh, no, that was my, I'm sorry, that was, uh, yeah, my older job, my last oh, job. Oh, okay. My last job, I worked for like only seven, eight months, something like that. I, I was a public relations um, guy for a talent agency here in Phoenix. And I was doing a good job. I did a great job. They can't, I just can't do it, man. The whole agency is just full of middle-aged women. They don't know how to use face, Facebook or Instagram. Eh, Facebook more than Instagram. Anyway, that's what I did. Cool. What do you do now? <clears throat> I work for a startup called HomeKey. Ooh. Oh, that's your shirt. Yeah. Or your jacket. Yeah, I'm wearing the jacket right now, ripping the jacket. Nice. What is it? Today. It's uh a uh service uh software as a service company for homeowners and home builders, uh, where they've created a new category in the market, homeowner market. Uh and uh it's really it's really, really exciting. The concept they are creating is officially called persistent home intelligence. So what that means is that the value of home, this product shoots the value of homes up, skyrockets the value. You know, not in a way where it's like, I'm paying this much just for this add-on. It's just something for home builders and and, uh, home realtor sellers to buy so that they can up the value of their homes that they're trying to sell. Jeez Louise. Sorry, my throat's a little dry. Anyway, um, that's what I do now. I got picked up on that job just kind of out of nowhere. And it's good. It's a real world experience, you know. 
I, as an entrepreneurship major, I was just thinking, okay, after college, I'm going to go and be a consultant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how to make a business model canvas for your fish and chips store. <laughs> <laughs> and um, anyway, this is good. This is going to be a good leeway in, into the real world for me. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so you said that that was pretty much out of nowhere. Was that through GCU? Yeah, it was through, G- <laughs> it was through <laughs> GCU. But I was working in an event for Canyon Angels. I walk up to the uh, the founders and just say, hey, guys, how you doing? Need anything? They go, oh, yeah, we got desks going. I'm like, okay. And the next just Friday, like <laughs> just like that. And next Friday, I go in there to have lunch with my brother. And then they and I run into them. And I forgot. I totally forgot that they were making the desks, desks that day for the office. And I was like, oh, okay. So I told him I'd help him, so I got to go help him. So it was like a chance thing. So anyway, I helped him make the desks and a bunch of other things, drawers, paint, all this kind of stuff. And like, hey, want a job? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Building desks. <laughs> For like the first three, four days of that gig, it was a bit like hands-on labor, hard work. I'm like, yeah, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> Since then, it's just been a total desk job. Now you just sit at the desk and just stare at it. Yeah, I'm just like craving to build so desks. So what do you do with them? Like, uh, what's your what's your key role? They gave me the key role of inventory data specialists. Ooh, specialist sounds cool. Because I'm the only one still right now. It is. It's cool. It's basically I just it's the work that needs to be done that the founders don't have time to do. Obviously, um, but, but you said it's a software company. <clears throat> uh, well, it's an app. So how do you keep inventory on an app? It's an app. It's a person. It's a personalized app per homeowner, and within each home, there's a QR code. So, oh. so it's a it's it's data stored by a QR code that's attached to the house that uh, home pros can access that homeowners can access and basically from that app, that QR code into the app you get all the current data of the house uh, all of the maintenance lists all a bunch of a bunch of tasks that most people don't really think about on the back end or yeah. put in their calendars like switching out filters mm-hmm. so. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good values that can, a lot of MVPs there and maybe a lot of things that can change the market. So they're pretty confident. We're really all, we're really confident. And, you know, I didn't really know what I was jumping into, but throughout the last few months of just learning about startups, being in that culture and learning more about these companies, especially HomeKey, it's really exciting. That's awesome. I have, I have found my, my, my little pocket of freedom in the venture world. Yeah. That's all I that entrepreneurship no is. what that's supposed to mean, but hey. There, there you go. Take it or leave it. Sounds like a cool idea. I mean, their logo needs a lot of work, so hook me up <laughs> if you ever need that. You don't like the logo? <laughs> I don't understand it at all. It's a bunch of triangles. <laughs> it is. You you can make anything out of triangles. I like it because it's like a two-way uh, like a two-way thingy. Didn't I already ask you? Like, It either looks like it's pointing up or pointing down. Anyway, oh. the, the audience can't see it. So oh, it I can really see matter. it better on the sticker, but on your patch... Because <laughs> your your jacket's gray and there's like a black area on it. Uh, it just looks like a mush. It just looks like a mush. Of a just mush triangles. of blues. Yeah. A mush of blue triangles. No, it's supposed to no, be. No, the sticker looks If anybody listening better. wants to check it out, right, as we're looking at, it's gethomekey.com. Nice and, plug. And yes, I'm a sponsor because I work there. <laughs> <laughs> I want there to be success. Awesome. Um, so you think <clears throat> you're really enjoying this startup world. Um, yeah. How, what got you into entrepreneurship in the first place? Uh, well, I wanted to make a business. I got told by many mentors and advisors that the re- the real success throughout the rest of your life comes from either being a total expert in something 
being able to do stuff that others cannot do or having a business because the government can't fire your business. So yeah, I decided I wanted to make a business, thought of a good few ideas, stuck to one really good one, and I've been using that. And along the way, I've just been learning about this new world of um, how the free market's really being utilized in the United States and how instead of just trying to survive by finding a, a typical day job that pays you, you know, mm-hmm. a good wage so you can pay for your house, pay for your family and all this good stuff. It just f- seems a lot more freeing to be able to actually just do it. Yeah. Actually just or either or either do it or do it with people that are doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting to be in that kind of culture and to know that I'm not going to fall into a regular desk job right off the bat. Yeah. I was okay with it. Part of the biggest reasons I came back to college is so I could do that, just get a good, nice job, be successful, pay for a house and a family. But the great part is I'll still be able to do that, but not in <laughs> in a little bit more of an exciting, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, plot twist. And so, yeah. So you, you weren't you weren't going to go to college? No, I was originally going to major in theater. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, like film or like actual theater? Well, theater because I grew up uh, my whole life in theater. Ooh, a whole life just doing things here and there on camera, off camera, on stage, and so. It just felt natural yeah. that I should go out to L.A. instead mm-hmm. of majoring in theater right out of high school. So I moved out to L.A. for a while. And then when I turned 21, I was like, mm, reality check. And the reality was that the val- the things I wanted in life weren't quite in line with w- w- how I was living in L.A. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I-, I I would have no doubt if you work your butt off in L.A. Yeah. And can really um, brand yourself to be successful out there that you could do it. It just takes a long time. You have to have patience, and that's okay. Like you have to, you have to be have patience because in LA, there's just constant flowing actors going yeah. in and out. So, like, and most actors you probably know and seen on TV aren't making that much money mm-hmm. because they got one or two good gigs. So that's kind of how it flows, you know, in LA. And, yeah, then, yeah. and you have to wait a very long time until you get a steady income for the things that you want in life, like a home and a family and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like a hit or miss kind of scenario. Yeah. And I just wanted to challenge myself, put myself in a, a lifestyle that made it so it was harder for me to get into the wrong lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And uh, it worked out, I think, pretty well. You talked about uh, mentors and stuff like that. Did that come directly after coming back? No, that was b- right before we leaving. Oh, leaving for LA or? From LA. From, yeah. To, I, moved, I had a mentor. Uh, yeah, for about nine months before I moved back to Arizona. For business stuff? No. <laughs> Which is so funny because everybody throws that word around so much. Like mentors. You got a mentor? You got a mentor. I got a plug for mentors. <laughs> <laughs> and it just confuses me because my mentor was completely different than anybody talks about. Mine was, I guess what you'd say is more of a spiritual mentor. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, like a guru. No, he wasn't a guru. He was a, a fa- he was a thirty he's a thirty one year old man who works on the pastor the worship team at church the, pra- the what the pastor team <laughs> the, the team and, and has four kids has tons of student loan debt at the U.S. Anyway, this guy is just your regular dude, but he is so connected to God in every way, shape, or form. Um, you know, I want to say he is God, but anyway, I was just looking for some spiritual clarity and maybe like a way back to my spiritual freedom that I had lost so badly. Yeah. And he did that and he helped me and, and just made me realize a lot of stuff. So my mentor, 
when I hear mentor, I think of my mentor and that's 100% just, just consistent, uh, I guess growth just in some sort of direction. Cause I got lost pretty badly and, you know, so I, I think in his eyes, I was just like a, a challenge for him <laughs> anyway. So that was my mentor, but Hey, I'm, I'm open for m- new mentors. So if there's any mentors listening, <laughs> Isaac bills, everyone. Yes. Isaac bills. Anyway, sorry if I feel like I'm just throwing up words here. Keep me, oh, no. keep me on the path of the podcast, the path of the cast, the path of the cast. Um, what are your current goals? Like as of right now, you're working with home key. Yeah. Get home key. Um, where do you like, do you feel like this is just a branch off uh, of experience? <clears throat> Especially being like a entrepreneur, yeah. Um, home key, yeah. All the way, like I'm treating it like anybody's first time career choice, mm-hmm. even though that the ultimate goal is for an exit strategy. Yeah. Um, the opportunity I see is just being able to get huge amount of experience. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully a good turnout for me as well in the near future, so I can use it, use um. It, that to start my own business or get it more into investing or use that experience to get into another venture. Uh, what's the ideal scenario? Like if you <clears throat> could start a company. If I would start a company? Like would it, ideally, would you like a sole proprietorship? Kind oh, of yeah. Thing? Or are you kind of thinking of like a, a large scale? The, enti- the entity would, uh, I've got a sole proprietorship that I would like to make. And also an Pitch LLC. Pitch it to me. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I was I was wanting to redo my business cards. Mm-hmm. And I realized a lot of these individualized business cards have like a company name on them still. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't have a company really. I'm, I just want to make individualized cards. But then I was thinking about what I could do by myself and brand myself out to do and travel the country. Mm-hmm. And I would say, and I was thinking about um, really, really wanting to invest myself into like interview skills, helping people with their public speaking skills, charisma, okay. competence towards yeah. the works, the workplace. Because the biggest problem I see mostly on campuses right now is just lack, lack of confidence in, <coughs> in, um, people like in themselves lack of confidence and just in general where it's just hard to say one sentence confidently in front of 10 or more people mm-hmm. and that's huge so i think that's some value i can bring if i was a sole proprietor so you're thinking like selling uh yourself as like a brand or yeah 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 like like comedy is my thing my thing so and, and charisma is just such a, a well-used skill for a lot of people to grow in their careers and stuff. So mm-hmm. I think I could bring a lot of that to others, not like in a motivational way, but like almost like a stand-up comedian who gets away with getting paid by corporate offices yeah. <laughs> to do speeches. <laughs> so, so I'm like, what about you? Didn't you mention something about a sole proprietorship? Yeah, Campbell. Yeah. This is pretty much my 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 gig. Yeah, you making those podcast checks yet? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting there yeah figu- i'm figuring it out basically just we should just do what red and link do just camera mic camera mic camera mic you know red and link yeah of course not a sponsor but you know <laughs> i just love those guys how they just constantly just 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 don't even care they don't edit anything yeah <laughs> they don't edit that's great the there's there's videos on youtube of like them just being awkward 
and there's millions of views. Like people just make these channels and then just post videos of them being awkward and making <laughs> millions of millions of views. I love it. Okay, continue. Um, so. Where's my million views? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, for a second, I thought we were trying to listen to the ocean. <laughs> uh, listen, listen. Um, yeah, so basically your goal is to getting to be your own... Uh, I, I wanted to say entity. I almost said deity. You, <laughs> <laughs> you want to be your own entity There's and like your own brand and stuff like that. Um, and basically just... Um, are you thinking like public speaking or like kind of just like individualized mentorship in some sort of way i think the three word niche would be charismatic public speaking okay because there's a need for people that want to be more confident and also want to be funnier but how are you thinking like a online course or Mm. like in person it's it's in person in person and like uh and i've already done a few little free things like um individualized like with the people and like listen to them and stuff like that or are you thinking like a large scale events yeah i'm thinking class yeah like large scale type things i'm i'm a i'm a coach i've I've done a lot of coaching and teaching i've just never been good at one-on-one tutoring or anything like that yeah yeah Hmm. not my niche but um yeah thanks for asking me I, i don't know it's been been something i do need to talk out loud about uh, because anybody can do that. I mean, as far as, far as branding goes and what your uh, product is, I guess in a way, that pe- it's hard to still find the right words to describe that people really need to think of themselves a- as a marketable product. Yeah. And my market would be charisma and public speaking because my whole life I've just been, it's just been nothing to me. And, and it's hard for me to understand other people but lately it's been a very big interest of mine and that's why I've been talking to a lot of people about it and thinking about doing that as like a sole proprietorship. So to get to that position, you need like a lot of experience. Like sadly, sadly the world doesn't just like take the advice that you give and just take it as, Oh, that's good. Or something like that. Mm -hmm. They have to, especially in the business world, everybody looks at statistics on like what you've done. Like they need that validation of like a list of all those things that people do. It's a, it's a sad, but true thing. Like even if you're super experienced and you're like great at whatever topic you're talking about, Mm -hmm. it feels like there's a lot of people that just like, I need to see that you, which is great in some regards, but some people take it a little too far. Mm -hmm. So like what ways are you going to, are you trying to like venture capitalist, or entrepreneur startup kind of thing. <laughs> like how I'm going to get funding? How are you going to get the experience? <laughs> oh, free. Just free, free, free work. Re- reputation is the main selling point basically off of every law firm, every f- f- farm firm, firm, farm firm. You know, uh, everybody wants to kind of talk about their reputation because that's the number one selling point. Yeah. And uh, to do that when you're still really young in college is to just work for free work for free work for free until somebody asks a big either asks a big demand out of you to where you can start asking for a price or until everybody knows you mm-hmm. and so yeah for a little bit I'm, I'm just walking around campus seeing what opportunities opportunities there are and with the ones that do offer students most likely freshmen into the world of public speaking i can offer some insight into that especially as i'm going to be an alumni here pretty soon on campus yeah yeah 
Uh, what are you doing on campus? Working and learning and walking. What do you do for work? Home key. Oh, well, that's like in Home the innovation key. center. So you're just going to like walk over and like pretend you're a student again? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, you can pass it off. So just like. I'm going to keep my ID, keep my bike, and just mooch off this campus as much as I can. <laughs> or not mooch, but. Free, free work. That's if, right? If they can, <laughs> like, you start paying my loans if I just start talking to freshmen. <laughs> hey, uh, there's a niche in that I guarantee somewhere. You just got to figure it out. Freshmen, freshmen need more than a, a sit-down talk. Oh, you got that right. Fre- Wait, you are freshman. No, I'm not. You're sophomore. I'm sophomore. <laughs> you know where the term sophomore comes from? Uh, it's like uh, philosophical or sophisticated, I think it was. <laughs> it's sophis- sophistication, something like that. It was like really old term and moron. Basically, <laughs> and so it's uh, so freshmen are just fresh, like the fresh, fresh fresh meat. Like yeah, they don't and and they don't they don't know they're anything. Si- they're just sitting there. They don't know anything. They're just brain dead. <laughs> but literally, the term came from sophomores think that they know everything, mm-hmm. but in reality, they're so brand new that they literally know nothing. They do act like they're the smartest ones. Yeah, yeah, and so they're like sophisticated or philosophical. Mm-hmm. morons mm-hmm. and that's where the term came from and it's funny because the first year i started here i was technically a sophomore because i transferred and within that i took two communications classes and two philosophical classes <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they were just so easy it was interesting though but since then i feel like i've only took all that stuff i've learned to just like a minute scale where i don't even notice it mm-hmm. i'm not walking around talking to people like that's a fallacy <laughs> but um Gosh, dang, what are we talking about? So one of your um, projects, what is Bill's Bowls? (laughs) You want to talk about Bill's Bowls? Can I bring this up? How far are we in the podcast? Can I bring this up? Yeah, of course. How far are we into the podcast? Like 20 minutes. Oh, well, okay. It's not that many. Um, It's not that many minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Bill's Bowls. Bill's Bowls. That was the, the fun project that I kept going after in the commuter lounge once i did decide to be an entrepreneurship major i thought this is the best this is the best idea i got i something going with it and i'm not going to stop um and what it started out as is me just prep cooking a bunch of food for me and then whatever and then a on purposely a bunch a bunch more bowls of food like chicken that had you know protein rice that had its you know fiber carbohydrates and veggies that had all the other rest of the good stuff and so it was healthy um but that's at the same i was i was tied in between a lot of things because there's so many values i thought i could bring out of this uh besides just health but that's how everybody else saw it and right now i'll just skip i'll just skip it way ahead right now to (laughs) what's going on right now besides the the canyon challenge that's the one bi- other big thing so so as, as i had it going and growing and i was trying to really nail down the mvp as uh personalized nutritious meals that are for students that was like my mvp is like for, is the students well actually i back then i also pitched out the ideas like everybody <laughs> my customer <laughs> is from the ages one to 99 <laughs> but not so no, it, it became students, and then uh, it just—it just has always been slow because it's always just been me. Starting starting something in the food industry needs a lot of partners. Partners. Oh yeah. 
So I'm still waiting on that and still having fun with that just on my, on my own. But I see I see GCU helping out here pretty soon and doing a lot with uh, being able to just say that they're helping an entrepreneurship student with their food business idea. Mm-hmm. I think they can find some value out of that. Um, because I'm uh, talking to the trainer. Anyway, I don't need to give you an update on that. The trainer, GCU, I'm going to use his menu to put into the bowls, and then they're going to sell them at a Canyon 49. Ooh. So. So progress. Let's hope so. <laughs> I shouldn't have. I, I said that on mic because <laughs> that, is, that is the best outcome, and let's hope that that happens. They're not going to hear this anyway. I know. Let's share it. We'll get Gary V <laughs> to share yeah. it. <laughs> Gary, I don't even know how his last name goes. You know, the, the, the light-voiced motivational guy. If you want to be a YouTuber, you got to do it. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> uh, oh, I think. Oh, where, where he's just motivated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he has just a bunch of 13-year-olds running yeah, around like yeah, saying, yeah. I, I want to be a YouTuber. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That market of business but, people, mm-hmm. I can't stand them. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just got distracted on Anyways. technology. So, how do we get you to where you want to be? Um, Prayer. Amen. Amen. Well, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wait, oh, we were praying this whole time. <laughs> Didn't you know? Didn't you know? <laughs> All right. See you um, next week's prayer. <laughs> you know? Do you know? Do you have a class with Scott Kelly? Scott you ne- Kelly? You need to. Who's Scott Kelly? He's the class that I go to right after we see each other in the hallway. Okay. I've heard of him. I've heard of him. I, I need I, to talk to him. I keep thinking it's a relation to Tim Kelly, but it's not. It's not. Tim Kelly's office is right there. I know. There he is. Hey. It's for our audience members to know, <laughs> Tim Kelly's office is right there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. I've had two different people uh one i do not know from linkedin and a f- old friend who stopped going to school a while ago who both approached me and asked me if i want a mentor huh and i'll be your mentor thank you because i know you these they're <laughs> they're telling me like i don't know th- anything one person i know and one person i have no idea who they are i met up with them at starbucks from linkedin told me the exact same thing like Oh, what do you, and, and you, from what you said, like, how do you, how do we get you to where you want to be? Like that just kind of reminded me because there's a, there's another culture of just mentors being thrown around and it's cool and all, but it's just such a weird thing for me because I understood mentors as something different, not something you want to go out and market to other people, either you know them or not. Yeah. So what's the gimmick? I don't understand. So when I threw that out there. It's very loose. <laughs> I know. I meant... There's a difference. Yeah, there's a difference. Because one person kind of just wants to throw their knowledge because they have it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one does genuinely want to help. But those that genuinely want to help, I feel, don't need to be that persistent. Mm-hmm. They don't even... They can just hold you accountable and just be like, oh, um, here's a few leads yeah it's like these that's pe- all you need and um but the one that kind of like leads you kind of step by step is almost not helping you because it's almost like leading you to like a, a position where when you do become that sole proprietorship or owning your own business it's kind of like you're looking around like 
Who's going to help me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, it is really interesting to me. I, I, I don't know enough to know what to talk about except just questions. I only have questions. What are your questions? Like, what's, what's the selling point? What's the, what's the product? Besides self-help, there's a million. It feels like it's this, free it's, work. It's almost like it's like what you were saying. It's free work. What's the work? Besides their work. own their own knowledge. Oh man, they're kind of and then books. Kind of self satisfaction in the 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 knowledge that they the mentors want to help people almost for their own self satisfaction. Yeah. It depends. It de- it honestly depends. I can't God, throw that God out for bl- everybody. Yeah, but God bless them, you know, for that. Oh, no, it's great. It, it's just so confusing because <laughs> I'm, like, pulling out my wallet, like, uh. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm living in L.A. for two and a half years right out of high school, and then moving back really messed me up. <laughs> I don't know what's real or fake. But um, I, don't, I don't have any reason to accuse people of being fake when they're talking about mentors or books or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's just weird. It's just weird that there's like people actually very similar to one another that have all these great different ideas. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we're trying to make a world, like a population within the United States of just everybody be totally self-help, totally motivated, totally on the ball, game changers with all different ideas. It's like, yeah, <laughs> we got to get everybody in this country to think of a C Corp <laughs> to build. Oh my. It's going to be crazy. I think I think that's how the the free market's going to work though is like everybody's just going to be making these ideas, selling them for millions of dollars and then sharing that money. <laughs> that's how socialism is going to work. The free market's going to fund <laughs> the the population, not the government. So yes or no, you would take a mentor. What? Yes or no, you would take a mentor. Like as in Yeah, yeah. No, advisors, mentors, people of that nature I need more of. Do you suggest that for everybody wanting to be in business? Yes. Um, do you think that mentors specifically for business should be in your niche? Like, should they have experience in your niche or is that kind of preferred. just like a bonus? Yeah. Preferred, obviously. Preferred. I think any successful person who's come out of a big business or has learned a lot about this and that is valuable. But number one, Jesus. Boom. Boom. Amen. Amen. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, you can't you can't get along. I mean, in my case, I just you can't get along with anything unless you're right with Jesus, and Jesus is going to be that is is that mentor that's always there for you. And, and um, for me, yeah, that's like that's been kind of what's been holding me back from hearing the words like, "Oh, you need a, an advisory board," <laughs> or like, "I already got one." And you need <laughs> all these things. It's like I understand. I need people who aren't just going to teach me business education, but also keep me up on my feet. I understand Mm -hmm. that. I need those kind of people in my life. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of these people are struggling. Even like have, they have all their mentors. They have all what they need to be successful, but they're really struggling because they're not right with their prayer, Mm -hmm. their prayer habits and their spirituality and their ability to go to God for certain things. And uh, for me, because I do do that, I do go to God and pray a lot. I feel so satisfied. I feel satisfied all the time. All the time. All the time. That's great to hear. Anyway, sorry. That's awesome. A little tangent of mine. Let's continue. Let's continue. What would you suggest um, 
other people wanting to get into business or entrepreneurship. <clears throat> is it too late to learn? Because as for just anybody, because you went so for two and a half years, you were gone. I was gone. You were gone. You so, didn't even go straight into college. I was. A do you think that like looking back at that? Do you think you're more matured to understand all of these topics? Yes. Or like, do you think that like all the people, like me, I just ran straight from freshman year, like straight from senior year of high school, graduated, go, went straight into entrepreneurship freshman year. I know. How was that? Full blown. How did you, I'm curious as to how that came along. What was your first thing that you wanted to study in college? Like while um, you were in high school, what were you thinking about? Uh, like graphic design or engineering. <laughs> Yeah. Big difference. What, who told you about entrepreneurship? Um, I kind of just found it. So originally I was going to potentially go to ASU. Boo. 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 Whack. Whack. That's <laughs> whack. <daddy. laughs> and so I was originally going to go to ASU and I was really debating mechanical or <clears throat> biomechanical engineering. So building prostheses. Jeez. I think that was like one of my coolest ventures that I <laughs> thought about. Excuse me, I just burped. Were you so you were a really smart kid in high school? Uh, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Dang, biomolecular engineering, biomechanical. <laughs> I can't remember. But it, but I it basically it's exactly what I I'm doing now with entrepreneurship. It's I wanted to help people on a direct personal level, mm -hmm. and I wanted to create like custom pieces, like custom prostheses. So it's like it's exact it's exactly what I'm doing now. It's like I want to customize like tailor. Mm -hmm what I have to offer to individuals. Mm -hmm. And so it was just like a, it was like a, and then when I found out that there's a tons of, ton of math and you never actually have like full uh, building freedom, mm -hmm. like creative freedom, mm -hmm. and they just tell you to build something. When you, when you look. That's in, when I didn't want to do it. Yeah. W w I mean, when you're an entrepreneur, you don't have to know anything. You just have to know how to get a hold of people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's why I chose like business specifically entrepreneurial studies um, because I was so focused on so many different areas. Like I had so many different like minor passions and everything, which is why I'm trying to tie them all down with this podcast. But um, <laughs> I had so many different interests that by sol solidifying one single interest, like mechanical engineering, the moment that I went straight into it, I would be, disappointed because i'm limiting all my other aspirations mm -hmm. all art music <clears throat> adventure sports all these like crazy stuff yeah and so entrepreneurship i found here at gcu and it's like super obscure like nobody else has this kind of thing mm -hmm. and so i came here and now i can focus on how to take all of these different things and monetize them yeah more or less that's cool. Yeah. I like that, man. It, you got to be committed to be the kind of person that will go, oh, man, I'm going to be a mechanical engineer student. Oh, I know. I'm going to love it. That's all I'm going to do. And then afterwards, I'm going to keep doing it and loving uh, it. I, I made the decision for entrepreneurial studies, uh, and then I came out here for, uh, like, a tour. Mm -hmm. And they actually, uh, like, uh, my mentor <laughs> or whoever it is, they were telling me, um, uh, we don't do this typically, but I'm going to have one of your potential professors come and give you a tour. And so one of the professors came down and gave me a tour. He's a super cool guy. Um, and basically, I was just like one wandering around. Ah, I forget his name. I have I have his number in my phone. Oh, okay, that's fine. But um, he, uh, he was a manager for uh, Disney Imagineers. Nice. He originally was going to be an Imagineer. 
mm-hmm. but then uh, he got focused on like the business aspect and became a manager for him for like I don't know it was like it sounded like 15 years or something like that it's crazy so cool <laughs> but um yeah so he was giving me a tour and I had already decided entrepreneurial studies was like what I enjoyed mm-hmm. so as I was walking through the mechanical engineering building or the engineering building I look over and they were testing mathematically testing like not even like physic like tangibly they were mathematically testing the structural integrity of uh cinder blocks <laughs> and i was like i looked over and it was just two three full whiteboards of just filled with equations Gibberish, yeah equations and all these different angles of cinder blocks <laughs> and that i just assumed that's what it was and so i just looked over and i was like oh no i was i was with my mom and i was like i'm so glad i'm not doing that <laughs> i mean it's definitely an something that people people dig it do though. have to go into yeah and i have a lot of friends who but just you can't dig talk people it. into it no you can't talk <laughs> anybody into it. <laughs> you can't you gotta be born with i it. look at it and i'm like oh my what? <laughs> i like i like physically putting things together yeah tangible geometry i like that i like geometry that's it yeah i don't go then, any farther than like a rhombus and, the, and then after <laughs> you put it together they're like we'll make it better it's like well, uh, do you have more glue <laughs> <laughs> duct tape. Bring in duct the tape? duct tape. <laughs> but yeah, Dude, so well, that's cool. That's I'm, how I got into entrepreneurial. Yeah, studies. cool, man. I, I, uh, I, when I first came back, I was a business management major, and then the, for the next very next semester, I was a communications major. Hey. And then for the very next one, I was an entrepreneurship major. So for the last two years, I've been an entrepreneurship major, and then ama- amazingly, it worked out to where you know I didn't have to like stay longer than I needed to or anything like that. What drove you to entrepreneurship? I think I don't know. You like. My SSC, my counselor was saying, hey, this could be a minor. I was like, eh, YOLO, make it a major. <laughs> <laughs> so it really was kind of just like you jumped into it. Yeah, no, there was a lot of praying and there was a lot of uh, research, mm-hmm. a lot of things. Uh, like I did a lot of research all across the programs because I was not, I knew I still wanted to be in business. Yeah. Like I was going to use communications for business, yeah, yeah. but I didn't know where. So did you realize you wanted to kind of have that? your own brand type of thing before or after you decided the major? I got told I already had one. Like I, I was encouraged by my mentor who I was, you know, com- communicating with via Facebook, whatever. And he was just saying to me that I did ha- I already had established a pretty good brand because he's seen me grow throughout LA and all this kind of stuff. And he's se- he, he knows me a lot more than anybody. And uh, so he, he told me about that and I was like, okay, I'll just go from there and keep working on it. And, uh, yeah, and the very cl- first class I had when I came became an entrepreneurship major was uh, one of uh, public relations, mm-hmm. and in that class it was a lot of fun as far as gr- learning a lot more on how to be specific and in, in showing people through the internet who you are, what your specialties are, and uh, yeah, I think for me if I was able to just pull out the whole little charisma things, uh, public speaking, confidence, um, mm-hmm. I could build some real value there. Uh, what was like the most important? things that you learned in LA specifically for business <laughs> like regardless of everything else like in the underlying values I learned a lot about the film industry like a lot about the business of the film industry mm-hmm. and uh it's very cool like I love the business end of film yeah. um and it's really handy to have that uh, education when going into film um but the other things I've learned you know I think LA was more of just like a a crash and burn and get back up type of experience. <laughs> but, but you said you like, you kind of hinted towards you learned how to communicate. Yeah. 
well, my whole life to I get have. out there and branding. But to work, yeah, to work out there, especially anywhere, but especially out there, is to have strong branding and a strong ability to sell yourself. And how did you get that? How did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I failed most of the time. First of all, because <laughs> out there, it's also uh, follower based. Oh, okay. So yeah. no matter who you are, what you are, you know, the marketing's huge, and if they're gonna, if if an agency is gonna hire you. For a film, they want the most marketability as possible. Yeah. So they want to hire the next guy who has a thousand more followers. Mm-hmm. So the biggest reason I failed multiple times on a few things is because I had just a thousand less followers. <laughs> In some case, millions of followers less. <laughs> uh, did you ever overcome that, or did you ever find a strategy how to? But just my my mm, live live entertainment. I wasn't a stripper, just in case you're thinking that. <laughs> but uh, children's entertainment, conferences, speaking, uh, coaching, all this kind of stuff that wasn't in the film industry, but in working in it, you know, the, mm. the, the entertainment aspect of it, I learned a lot. So you built a lot more credibility over popularity? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. my popularity was the the most popu- populated popularity popular part of my life <laughs> was when I had a six pack because oh. I was a fitness model out there for a little bit. And that's when I was posting a lot on Instagram. That's when they were all saying, and Hey, you should be a model. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, it's a lot easier to do that. There's, there's just certain things, obviously like having a six pack that make it easier than not Yeah. to get an audience. And, uh, I didn't care at all for the audience. I just was working out like crazy. Mm-hmm. And I forgot where this is going, but, but, uh, LA was good. It was a crash and burn experience, learning experience. But the biggest thing I'm thankful for is being able to find good people like, uh, my mentor and other friends and stuff that helped support me in moving back out to Arizona. Mm -hmm. And just in general, failure is a great business experience. It is. It is. I mean, yeah, I just, I, I really pity for the people who, really really crash and burn like themselves yeah, yeah, when they yeah. fail i know people that failed once or twice and completely just gave up on everything mm-hmm. and i know people who failed a million times and think they've never failed at all mm-hmm. so there's a you know there's a learning curve there i think for a lot of people that you need to start thinking of yeah because people like me and you i'm sure that there, there's a a niche there I don't know really quite what I mean, but I'm just jumping back on the whole thing of people need to start building up their credibility and reputation mm-hmm. by branding themselves. Yeah. Am I talking too quiet, by the way? No. no you're I feel good. like I'm smooth jazz. Welcome to smooth My voice jazz. usually sounds like this, but it's also just too Doodly. loud. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't want, I, I'm talking straight into the mic. I don't want to do that. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, Sorry, I, I my mentor used to tell me he used to slap me. He used to like just shut me up and go, "You're throwing up words." So I feel like I'm throwing up words. Just slap me. Well, this is the trash bin for your words <laughs> to be thrown onto. <laughs> Perfect. And since your words are credible and neatly placed, they are making this. Is this good? It's going. Good. Is this okay. going well? Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean. Good. I think so. See anybody anybody listening out there you can do it too. 
You can do it too. You can be extremely close to a mic with headphones on. And no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't want that many guests. No, <laughs> I do actually, but yeah. one at a time, please. <laughs> I saw you had a podcast with like three other people. Was that crazy? How many mics? You that had? was the first, the first podcast. Oh yeah. Wait, what number is this? Two. What? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool yeah so like when you ask like is this going well i'm like i have one other to compare it to <laughs> this is going a lot sm- wait until i finish my my i'm getting better environmental at, analysis like even though this is just like technically the second one i am getting better at articulating yeah and you getting, are well not necessarily like verbally <clears throat> but just like the what we're exactly we're trying to good to get out yeah because all right. We should have done warm-ups, though, too, before this. Me, 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 me. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. <laughs> <laughs> Unique New York. Unique New York. So, Vention is all about venting your passions. It's uh, it's all about where people find passions and passions find people. Dang, I wish you would have recapped me before this. Your passion that we found out through speaking is business. Yes. And personal branding. Yes. And? And? The, I mean, this is why I didn't want to talk about Bill's Bulls because I mean, <laughs> because a lot of my heart has uh, settled in a very discreet way on certain humanitarian crises and yeah, yeah, environmental yeah. crises. Mm-hmm. So the t- you know con- so conscious capitalism, sure you've heard of and a lot of people have, is really what the money maker is learning turning out to be here in the country mm-hmm. by creating companies that are that have assets that are able to give back to a bunch of issues like environmental or humanitarian, sustainability, all this kind of stuff. It's just deemed to be more successful because of the support that can be backed behind it by either investors or consumers. Mm -hmm. And so with uh, Bill's balls, balls, excuse me. uh, I just, that's why I was having such a hard time nailing the MVP because I, you know, there's just so much that I, I would do with Mm -hmm. a, if I had a huge company, that fought sustainability. You know, like I, my ultimate passion would be uh, to make a company that is conscious capitalism, uh, ca- conscious capitalist, while uh, growing it into a IPO or something, just trying to sell it or something, and then hiring a new CEO and then becoming a spokesperson, just so I can just fo- fully focus mo- all on the values that a company that I can make m- put in the world. When are you going to get that done? <laughs> Give me a date. <laughs> this is like my business execution class. Write a Wall Street Journal from five years give from me, now. Give me, a, give me a, a reasonable date. Uh, 2027. 2027. Yeah. We can make it by 25. We, we could. We could. Uh, we sooner could. than that. I just I just think about how like oh I'm a full time student and full time <laughs> for a startup okay, worker. Okay. By twenty twenty five, you will have uh, run a business, uh-huh. and then transferred it to a CEO. I want to, uh-huh. and become a spokesperson. <laughs> twice. I have to franchise it twice. You think by then I can franchise Bills Bowls across the country? Twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm gonna write that down. And you are going to be held accountable. If anybody's listening, please uh, follow Bills Bowls on Instagram at Bills Bowls, B-I-L-L-S, Bowls.
B O W L S. No, it's B O U L S. Boils. Oh, that's where all my marketing's going. <laughs> There's a guy who owns BillsBowls.com and he lives in Virginia and he makes wooden bowls for like the Renaissance Fair. <laughs> and that's his job. This is his job. <laughs> and he makes probably a killing off of that. <coughs> Heck yeah, his website is like $45 a bowl. Oh my. Yeah. Oh my. Um, Can you take the bowl home I'm though? Gonna, I'm going <laughs> to, I, I want to partner with them. These people are going to get a subscription. You got to give them a bowl, a wooden bowl. There's just so, it, it, in the, in the other reason, half a reason I have Bill's bowls under my pocket all the time is because it's just what I use for school. In entrepreneurship, they always ask you to build a business and that's just the big, the main one I've used all my homework on. But man, I just, I just love the culture. I love talking to people with other ideas and helping them. And like you, man, you, you, what's what's going on with Lopreem? Um, actually, they're doing a documentary about me today. <laughs> That's no joke. Well, the BBC is coming over. No, uh, some. It, <coughs> it's cool, but granted, it's just a few film students. That's cool. Though. And I think it's one of like their projects. You have you have one of the best uh, platforms for marketing. I think for Lopreme with the photos you have and the mm-hmm. everything in the partnership you have mm-hmm. you, that, that, that I have a lot of respect for is pretty cool for being able to drive a, a brand on a singular, singular campus for a singular. Yeah. It's extremely niche. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And everybody I know that's talked about it just says they, they love it. Yeah. But it's so niche that so it's niche. just so. It's well, I mean, it's, it's such a small market, and yeah. So you're basically just having fun with it, like I am. Yeah, you know, it's basically, honestly, um, my advice is just do what we're doing. Like basically, just kind of take something that you <coughs> enjoy mm-hmm. and just kind of run with it. Mm-hmm. And th- and this gives you so much experience. Like, how much experience did you get from Bill's Bowls that you didn't get from class? Oh, huge. I mean it basically forces you not forces you when you like, you know, when you, when you actually do want to do it cause you like, like, um, the response you get from doing it, it teaches you so much about what pe- people want about the product you're actually trying to sell about the value you're bringing to people. And that's just nothing that any other college student I know yeah. has learned. And, you know, with doing Canyon, uh, Canyon challenge and Canyon angels, being around other businesses and students that have these business ideas, it's just cool. It's just so cool. Yeah, definitely. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I got the Corona light virus. <laughs> oh my. Um. So yeah. So just basically get out and just do it. Like because just do it. Just um. <laughs> because like with my little project, it's fun and everything. Um. Made a little bit of money. Um, but I know even right now, it's not going to go much further than it is right now. Cause it's so niche. Um, basically the market that knows about it pretty much already knows about it. Like, and that's pretty much all that needs to know about it. You have successfully <laughs> captivated. GCU. I have GCU has su- successfully captivated itself. <laughs> that's why they put fences around the whole school. <laughs> Nobody's allowed out and, and making everything a business. They make the bathroom stalls a business. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, uh, what's your next project? So home key is current. 
Bill's Bulls, are you still running with that? Mm-hmm. Um, 2025, you're going to get it. Before <laughs> then, franchised. Yes. Bill's Bulls. Yes. You had a little bit of time mm, that's where right. you wanted to change the name. <laughs> yeah, the very first thing I thought of, it, Bill's Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody, well, not everybody, but freshmen, you know, <laughs> sounds like Bill's Bulls. <laughs> so I'm like, shut up. Okay, fine. So I, I like went around 40 different names and came right back to Bill's Bulls. <laughs> because when you draw it, when you like actually look at it and draw it with the double Bs yeah, and, yeah, the, yeah. and the L and the S's lining up, it's quite marketable you know yeah. it's, it's a logo it's a name it's a it, you can market the crap out of it i was doing a couple logos for you and stuff like that just to see what it looked like and oh yeah 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 and then do some. and then you were thinking oh i might i might um not do it or something like that and i think it was over the summer or something like that and i kind of forgot about it and then i saw you uh had slightly tweaked the the logo but came back right back out with bill's balls and i was like sweet (laughs) (laughs) my favorite thing you did which i would love you know how like dutch bros they basically redesign their stuff all the time and then give out stickers yeah that's what you could do with bill's balls so anyway you you drew like bowls on top of each other like lean like swaying so it looked like bees and i like that one i like that one currently um the color scheme matches like the government food plate type idea Mm -hmm. because that's what the the it's all about is feeding people their specific nutritious needs to yep. fit their dietary, their GI tract and all this kind of stuff. Mm. But we haven't gotten there yet. <clears throat> the thing, the thing I might um, have to do first, not might have to do while trying to grow the brand more is make a tech startup <laughs> that can basically really use AI in the food industry. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. AI is the future. I am not a human. <laughs> this has been fake the whole time. I have been a machine. Which we actually still don't know, right? Because we might be in the Matrix. Well, don't talk about that <laughs> too much. Different episode. About food and in, in, uh, AI industry, because that's definitely something that you can run with. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Like, almost like top secret. That's what I have more of my mentors for. Ooh. There, there, there are more mentors in places that I wouldn't have expected right now than mm-hmm. in what people usually do talk about. And the fact is, you never would have gotten on this track without Bill's Bowls. That's right. Without just picking it up and just running with it. And you, how much have you made off this? Total revenue. I didn't, I mean, my costs are going to be almost half. I would think of my revenue. My revenue has probably been like around 1200 Wow. Yeah. That's more than I expected. Yeah, man. Nice. De- dealing those bowls, it's an it's a underground business. Nice. Yeah. People get people get worried when you sell food. <coughs> well, just keep it up. I mean without without having a, a restaurant. Twenty twenty five comes quickly. <laughs> All right, you can only do that. That's great. No, it's good. I mean, home key uh really is something exciting is exciting and I'm very much invested in. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that out of out of it, because I'll be putting a lot of my time into it, mm-hmm. out of it I'll be able to uh start Bill's bowls into the future. We'll see, man. I mean, I'm just looking at life as a video game. You know, yep. it just gets harder and harder. Uh, not in a negative way, but in a challenging way. Yeah, yeah. Where you can either help more people, you know, give more to your family or mm-hmm. your friends. <clears throat> and I expect it uh, to wor- to do that. Is to get more and more throughout life and do bigger things one after another. Big things one after another. Awesome. Awesome. Christian. Well, thank you thank so much you. for for your time. 
<laughs> for your for your verbal spout of knowledge. Thank you. Sorry, it's not as valuable as some people who are, you know, legit geniuses. I'm I'm not near being a genius yet, but we'll be there someday. 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 That's the goal. <laughs> the goal. The goal is to be a genius while playing Skyrim. I'll hold you accountable <laughs> to that. By what year? Uh, no, <laughs> 25 uh, 25 is going to be a big one for me <laughs> <laughs> alright well, thank you Isaac until next time until next time thank you everyone for joining us for this episode of Vention thank you for being here thank you for being here oh my gosh I don't think we've ever even said my name yes we did did we? I did earlier. You didn't do me a no welcome intro. I'll confusing. do a welcome intro. It'll be fine. <laughs> you're, you're good. You're good. You All don't right. need one anyways. All right. Thanks, man. Just kidding. Well, everyone, uh, Isaac, what's one of your favorite quotes? Do or die. Who said that? My brother. Do or die. You got a tattoo of that. I got a tattoo of it on my leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was super recent. Yeah. And your brother got the same one. Uh-huh. Not the same tattoo, but the same quote. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone, have fun. Enjoy the process. Go do it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Till next time.